lightsaber. It belongs to me. Come get it. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the castle run less than 12 parsecs. So welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. All right, guys, and today is our finale for The Force Awakens. <laughs> um, so we've been reading through The Force Awakens by Alan Dean Foster, if you're just joining us for the first time. Um, and, and it's been incredible. It has. Um, it's great. I didn't, and I, I think I've said this just about every show, I did not think I was going to enjoy it um, at all because I've never read a movie, book, adapt- adaptation, whatever, right. and actually enjoyed it. Um, I struggled with Harry Potter. I've struggled with Lord of the Rings. I mean, all of those. I'm like, yeah, I'm totally going to read the book, and I just can't do it. Right. Um, this is a whole other thing altogether. <laughs> um, I, I absolutely love this book. It's a great book, and these chapters were awesome. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, in, in, if you've seen the movie The Force Awakens, I'm, well, I mean, let's be honest. If you haven't, if you well, haven't. I mean, we need to rectify that. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. We'll watch it with you. Um, but, uh, I mean, watching the Force, the Force Awakens, I mean, it's pretty action-packed as it stands. But, I mean, even in these last few chapters, there was so much more. Like, we're so, like, enlightened to a lot of things that were kind of iffy in the movie. And uh, things, that, theories that we've talked about on the show multiple times um, that I believe are now put to rest. <laughs> I do. I, th- I think they are. Um, we're going to start with chapter 16. Absolutely. We're going to try not to skip around so much this time and get so excited and go back and go forward. Organization. Organization. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> so, yeah. So, with chapter 16, so it starts out with um, the uh, awesome scene between Finn and Han. Um, where it's like, uh, what did you say you did here again? Oh, sanitation. You do what? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Han, we'll use the force. That's not how that That's works. That's not how the force works. <laughs> so, so they're trying to get into Starkiller Base. Yes. Um, through a flood tunnel a flood this time. Tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> There's always something. And, always something. And, you know, Ray is also making her escape at the same mm-hmm. time. And uh, another thing is there's all these never-ending pits everywhere in Star Wars. Yep. No matter where you go, there's always... It's a never-ending... The constant suspense device. <laughs> where, where is she going? Over a never-ending pit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is every time. <laughs> so, yeah. And but they yeah. get to capture Phasma. Yes. Now, I like this way a lot better than the movie. I mean, well, I wasn't a fan of that anyways in The Force Awakens because I felt like the way that they really marketed Phasma and everything, that she should have been something like a force to reckon with. But she wasn't. Um, like, she was just kind of a throwaway character in The Force Awakens. Now, I think that we're going to get a lot more in The Last Jedi and then with the book that we're coming out, Force Friday... Um, with Phasma. Um, uh, I'm sure we'll learn a lot more about her and it'll be kind of less salt in the wound <laughs> right. as she was in the movie. Um, but at the same time, like I, I liked it a little bit more only because uh, Chewbacca got a little bit more involved. <laughs> yes. she, she got her first Wookiee hug. <laughs> Wookiee hug. And you have um, a theory about 
Phasma, or do you want to talk yes. about that later? So, so I was thinking, because in the book, it never, and, and technically in the movie, we never see it. We never actually see her go into a trash compactor. That's one part of that. So, I mean, obviously we know she survived. She's in The Last Jedi. Um, it'd be interesting to see how. Um, second of all, so so obviously in, in, in this chapter, she's talking about, uh, or they're going through and they're disabling the shield generator, all that kind of stuff. So that way the uh, X-Wing bomb runs will be effective. Because as of right now, they're completely ineffective. Um, so she actually goes through under basically her own hostage situation and fear of Wookiee crushing. Um, <laughs> she uh, is going through and disabling the shields. So my thing is, so if the first order found out that she was the one that gave that order or made that happen, um, could she be branded as a traitor or a treasoner or anything like that? Um, another thing that kind of makes me think we're going to see something about that in the last Jedi and that Phasma may not be who we think she is, is because uh, just recently for force Friday, um, I, if you guys have seen the uh, behind the seat footage of last Jedi, there are these uh, stormtroopers, First Order troopers, who are half-painted black on one of their sides. They have the black shoulder pad and, and things like that. And then they've got, and in the behind the scenes, you didn't really, couldn't really tell what it was, but it was like this crazy-looking metal claw that looked like it had no use, or maybe it was something to do with, like, spaceships or something like that. Like, nobody knew what it was. Um, well, the Black Series, uh, for those uh, troopers, have uh, the toys had have leaked uh, ahead of Force Friday. And they're called First Order Executioners. Now, why would you need an executioner in The Last Jedi if not to execute a defector or a treasoner or anything like that? So I'm wondering if maybe she ends up on the chopping block. And I don't think they're going to kill her. But at the same time, it's a possibility. Could it so not I don't be know. then? It could be, but the thing is, is like in the, I mean, and again, we don't know the sequence of events, but right. um, I mean, you see Finn in the behind the scenes trailer in first order garb sneaking in with a resistance um, soldier as well, Rose. Um, and I mean, he's uh, also on that planet where they, they're skimming across the surface um, towards the uh, ATM six is what we know they're now called. <laughs> um, but uh, so, so I don't know. I mean, it could definitely I mean, if he gets caught, that, that definitely could be a thing. But, I mean, with what happened with Phasma, I don't know. Like, I, I, It makes me feel like surely that's not going to go unnoticed. Uh, no, because <laughs> um, she pretty much said, oh, they're not going to make it anyway, so why mm -hmm. not? Exactly, yeah. And so she did it, but the thing is is that yeah, they succeeded. They did. So that's that's a pretty grave offense on her part. And so these First Order Executioners, um, I wonder if, I mean, it could be that. It could be an uprising in the First Order. <laughs> could be a lot of different things. Um, but, I mean, I, I just thought that, that was interesting, um, that basically she technically is in treason territory yes. um, for that. So, Because, I mean, the First Order isn't known for their forgiveness. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think, I think Phasma is probably going to have a little bit more... Not really central role, but we're going to get a lot more of her story in The Last Jedi. I'm, I'm looking, I, I'm, I might have to get the book. Mm -hmm. Oh, like, I, I definitely have to get the book. No, I'm, I mean, like, <laughs> on Friday. Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, I, I really want to. I want to see more Phasma because even in the even in this series, it wasn't as um, she wasn't as prominent as I thought she could have been. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, it, it, and again, I mean, they marketed her as if she was like one of the next level enemies. Like um, Maul. They were. Re- yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it happened again. Oh, it happened again. <laughs> but yeah, exactly like Maul. Um, where it's just, I mean, she was literally just throwaway. They didn't cut her in half this time, so she's going to last to the next movie. But at the same time, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, who who has the chrome-plated armor? No, I mean, nobody else has that. I mean, I can't even imagine coming up to battle with that. That would be insane. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine trying to aim at her? <laughs> Where'd she go? I lost her. Oh, there she is. Oh, wait. Nope, nope. She's gone again. <laughs> it almost, it almost be like her cloaking in the middle of wherever she's at. <laughs> All right. So we see Hux showing his true colors. Yes. With, Which I kind of. Yeah. Everything goes down and he's just like, mm. he's trying to do his boss thing, but. He's a little scared. Oh, yeah. He's a lot scared. Because, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, and that's the thing. is like I kind of always felt like Hux was that character. Because, I mean, I feel like the most cowardice ones are normally the ones that like to just kind of flaunt their strength. The bravado, that they think that yeah. They have. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, let me uh, show you uh, how things are done and everything. And so, I mean, I always kind of felt like Hux was a coward at heart anyways. Um, but seeing him just kind of like, Peace, guys. I don't care what you do. <laughs> like, it's slowly backing up to the door and then just taking off. It's like, okay. Um, and then I think that's I think that's the same. It's either this chapter or the next chapter where he actually meets up with Snoke. And that's where we get the, the scene where he's like, get Kylo Ren and get him off the planet. And he, he was right about the girl. He might have been right about the girl. Yes, he might have been right about the girl. <laughs> <laughs> he can't admit too much that he no, may have been wrong. <laughs> but, he tr- you know, yeah, he's like, oh, he might have been right about the girl. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like teenage boys arguing is what it feels like with those three. <laughs> it really is. And it, it makes you wonder, you know, it's like, we'll, we'll get there. Yes. <laughs> but yes. So, um, Rin goes to the Falcon. Yes. Now, this was a deleted scene from The Force Awakens that actually made it onto the Blu-ray. Oh, really? So, mm-hmm. You just um, got the Blu-rays the other day, so you've gotten to... For the, well, for the prequel, I got the Blu-rays. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I have the Force Awakens one, because the, the, the two that are on... Well... The two that have been released were the Uncarlot one from our last episode, um, where Chewie rips off his arms. Um, that was obviously deleted. I wish it wasn't, but <laughs> um, and then the other one was, um, among others, uh, where was Kylo Ren going to the Falcon? Now, in the deleted scene, there's no context. It's just for some reason Kylo ends up on the other side of wherever the base is, uh, way away from it just to investigate the Falcon and then he leaves. But in the book, we actually get context um, right. because they saw it crash on their scanners or they found something or whatever. And so he's kind of searching the ship, looking for clues um, of anything, trying to figure out what happened, why they're there, all this other kind of stuff, doing his little 
um, I'm a medium kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> Feeling the energies or whatever. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And so I thought that was interesting that, well, I mean, obviously he feels like there's a, enough of a threat there for him to be able to investigate. I don't know. What'd you think about that? Well, I just thought it was poignant when he sat in daddy's chair mm-hmm. and he's looking around and you don't get much, but I, to me it was kind of emotional. Oh, definitely. You know what's fixing to happen and everything. So, yeah. I wonder if he ever got to be the co-pilot or even pilot the Millennium Falcon. He probably sat on Daddy's lap whenever. Well, that's true because, okay, yeah, we'll get to that part. (laughs) Because, well, I mean, because it kind of mentions a little bit of how long they've been apart uh, when they finally meet for the last time where he takes off his helmet. I didn't think about this watching the movie, um, not to skip too far ahead, but I mean, like he talks about how he took off his helmet and he saw a young man right. um, that he hadn't seen before. And basically he was just, I mean, it's been that long. Mm-hmm. So Snoke like got to him as a child, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty messed up, but yeah, but anyways. <laughs> All right. So next we have the Ray Finn solo Wookiee reunion. Yes. Uh, I I love this reunion and everything in The Force Awakens anyways. Um, But it it was a lot more heartfelt in the book. Can we Um, talk about the hug? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the hug. The Finn and Ray (laughs) hug? Oh, yeah. Where they were, like, longingly looking to each other's eyes, all that kind of stuff. Like, it sounds like a budding romance, to be honest. (laughs) I I didn't expect that in the movie, you know, because... I mean, you get a little of that, but it's not uh-huh. the same as in this, on, on these pages. They, yeah. yeah. Well, well, in the book, it feels like that relationship is way more developed. Um, because in the movie, you get, cool, they were companions. That's right. about as much as you get. Um, because she doesn't really seem to feel anything for him. He doesn't feel anything for her. He just kind of hits on her every once in a while. Right. Um, but other than that, like, it was just kind of like, okay, they're friends whatever right um in the book it's it's in your face <laughs> like it's hard to deny that i mean it's all stacked up against it um it's hard to deny that there's not uh, some kind of romantic relationship that could be possible there um because that hug i mean he's like and they stared each, into each other's eyes i, I mean I, i'm sure when we meet meet i'll probably hug you but i'm probably not going to stare longingly into your eyes no that's not happening probably not <laughs> It'd be like, hey, what's up? So, I mean, it's, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, it, it's it's a little awkward for just friends. Right. Like, I get you've been through a lot, and I get both of you have kind of had near-death experiences uh, from from the beginning of this. But at the same time, I don't know. Like, kind of we'll undeniable see. to me. I'm, yeah, we'll I'm, see, I'm definitely. I'm looking forward to seeing, because yep. it's definitely... Um, fun to watch. Yep. Poor Finn falls for the girl who's going to be a Jedi. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's like, uh, I can't. I'm training. <laughs> um, so, in chapter 17, mm-hmm. we get, why waste all these bombs? We don't want to make Chewie carry him all the way back to the ship. <laughs> 
It's like it's like the lamest excuse for setting off bombs. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, we had them anyways. Yeah. We might as well go make fireworks yeah. of some kind. I mean, the place is going down anyways. <laughs> right. And they don't so, realize no. that they're the ones that's going to make the dent that needs right. to be made in order for everything to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and just now thinking about it, so so they entered through a flood tunnel. Mm-hmm. The original Death Star was an exhaust port. <laughs> so so all of these like fascist empires of some kind have problems with small holes somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody needs to stop hiring that architect or that engineer. I mean, come on. Are we just still going off of Galen Erso's original designs? Oh yeah, it worked the first two times. Let's uh, let's do it again third time. Bigger planet. Let's go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's convenient. That works. <laughs> I just thought about that, so I was just kind of like, I don't know. That's Worth funny. mentioning, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. A lot of people said that this was uh, just a reenactment of A New Hope. So. Well, there's a lot of themes in it that are very similar. Uh, a whole lot. I mean, and in, in even coming up to the Han and Kylo scene... I mean, it's reminiscent of Ben Invader. I mean, it, or I'm not to be confused, Obi Wan Invader. <laughs> so I mean, I I don't know. Like I mean, it, it is very undeniable. But again, it's the beginning of a story, and right. those tropes history does are really, repeat itself. History does repeat itself, and even in storytelling, though, those are common tropes for a beginning of a story, a hero's journey. Right. So, I mean, I think that's where a lot of that could come from. But, no, yeah, I, I would agree, definitely. Um, I, I felt that watching the movie for the first time. It was like, I've seen this before. <laughs> this is familiar. <laughs> so, yeah. Except except this time Han got to blow up the inside instead of just escape. So Right. <laughs> and well, he, but anyways. speaking of Han. Yes, speaking of Han... I thought it was awesome to know that Han did not ignite the lightsaber. No, he certainly did not. Um, Kylo tricked him. Yes. And that I didn't... Well, I mean, I guess yeah, I saw I coming, mean, but at the yeah. same time, I, I I didn't expect it. Because, I mean, you and I have talked about on multiple occasions um, about how we think that it's possible that Han may have helped him. Because that's what Kylo a- or Ben asked is, I, I'm... I'm struggling I, i'm being tortured can you help me right and he's like i'll do anything and then that's when he extends the lightsaber and in the movie it's kind of ambiguous as to did he or did he not the book clears that up pretty well yes it says rin ignited the lightsaber yep. i have a picture that's of it good. for photographic <laughs> evidence there you go. So yeah, he definitely did it. And he is certainly not a double agent. Let's go no, ahead and clear the air on that one. He went way dark after that. Oh he, yeah. He fell to his knees and he thought internally, he was like, this was supposed to cement my path to the dark. And mm-hmm. instead, it is just bringing me more pain. Yep, exactly. Um, which I thought was interesting. It was almost like he had hoped that it would go a certain way. Um, but it didn't. So right. I don't know. <laughs> um. All right. So everybody sees Han die, mm-hmm. 
and Rin gets shot. So. <laughs> yep. Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, to me, it's always been fitting that Chewie was the one that actually um, fired the the first shot. Um, yes. Because you got to think that, I mean, Chewie's always been Han's companion. Um, and then when Ben was born, I mean, and, and there's been, like, images and, like, fan art and stuff like that that's kind of gone around about Chewie and Ben having a close relationship. I mean, I can definitely see that. Um, I can understand why Chewie didn't make it a kill shot. Um, I personally, because the book doesn't say anything about that. It just says that he fired it and hit him in the shoulder, I think is what it says in the book. Yeah, but he's a very um, good shot. He is a very good shot. So I think it was intentional. Um, I think he wanted the kill shot, but he didn't because it was Ben. I mean, he, he, he loved Ben just like Han loved Ben. So, I don't know. Um, probably even more, to be honest. I think Chewie loves a lot more than... I mean, all the Wookiee hugs he's giving in the end. I mean, I would imagine that he loves a little bit deeper than <laughs> most characters. Uh, so, yeah. All right. But, uh, but yeah, definitely. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else in that. No, I think that, I think that was all. But, yeah, no, we cleared up the... Uh, so Kylo was the one that ignited it. Yes. Um, and then Kylo's definitely not a double agent. <laughs> he is uh, dark and, yeah. Brooding. It kind of makes me wonder if he can be redeemed. Hmm. <laughs> Shameless plug for the next episode. Anyways. <laughs> nice segue there. But anyways. <laughs> um. The oscillator goes down finally, or mm-hmm. the everything is explodey and boom. Mm-hmm. And now they that, have a way. And- that reminded me of the Phantom Menace, um, where the the, the the boo pilots were flying around. It's blowing up from the inside. I didn't hit it. Did you? Did you hit it? I didn't hit it. Uh-oh. That's immediately what it made me think of. I was just kind of like. And then Poe is like, "Hey, I don't know what's going on, but." Go, go, go. <laughs> exactly. It's like, this is the chance. This is the time. <laughs> so, yeah, no, definitely. He, he, he opportunist, Poe Dameron. <laughs> yes. Always and forever. Always. I almost sang it, but I didn't. All right. <laughs> so, chapter 18. Mm-hmm. Fight to the not death. Yes. I want to know where Finn learned his saber skills to fight off. Ren for mm-hmm. even a little while. I know that Ren was just playing with him at first, but yeah. still, he fought him off even a couple of times when he wasn't. Right. Well, and I think that they, I think I read something about how the First Order Troopers all get kind of like this basic combat training of like different weapons, things like that. Um, his obviously was mainly a blaster. Right. But I mean, it stands to reason that, I mean, there had to have been some other kind of hand-to-hand combat of some kind, and so maybe he employed that. Maybe. I don't know because it really doesn't really doesn't say. Um, but I mean, it stands to reason you would want a trooper who could thrive in any situation. I know. So, I just there's so much mystery around Finn. There is. There's definitely something more to him, um, and yes. that's something that you don't really get in the movie. I mean, obviously we don't know much about him, but they kind of set his character aside to tell Ray's a little bit right. more. Uh, and bring her front and center, but there's definitely something about him. Um, well, how do you feel about Finn now that the book is over and he's 
in a medically induced coma. I like Finn a lot more, not because he's in a med- medically induced coma. <laughs> that almost came but... on my nose. <laughs> um, not because he's in a medically induced coma, but um, I-, I like him a lot more as a character um, because I feel like he he's a lot more solid. Um, he's a lot less whiny than I thought. Um, he seems to actually have a good head on his shoulders. And, I mean, he's basically I- – I felt like I was reading him from the point of view of – any other person in that situation, really. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, a normal person in that situation, they're going to want to get away from that situation as much as they can. They're going to run, all that other kind of stuff, because he just wanted to be away from the First Order. Um, he'd been in all his life. He was done with it, and he, he didn't want to them to find him. He tried him to back. bring everybody else with him, just right. to his credit. Exactly. He definitely did. Um, and so I didn't really see him as a coward. It's just that he was running from a life that he knew if he was caught, it would end in his death. Um, and he needed to get away. And he couldn't understand why anybody else couldn't grasp that. Right. Yeah, grasp that. And so, I mean, I like Finn a lot more. I'm actually excited to see what we're going to get out of him in The Last Jedi um, going forward. Because, I mean, obviously we know he wakes up from his medically induced coma. Um there was a picture that came out. He's piloting one of those skimmers on that planet red? where it's like, yeah, with the red, okay. he's piloting one of those. Um, now I don't know if he's the one that crashes in the trailer or what, um, but he is in that fight. So it stands to reason that maybe Poe's given him flying lessons. Don't know. Very cool. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff happening for Finn coming up. I think. I think so too. I'm excited for him. Mm-hmm. And definitely. So the lightsaber flies into Ray's hand. Yes. <laughs> and she ignites it and um Kylo says it is you. Yes. I need to know more about that. I need to. <laughs> because I mean like in 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 the movie we get I mean and I know I keep flashing back to the movie but in the movie we get he he's like it's you. And it's almost like he's confirming in his head what he had been telling Snoke, that there was something special about her. Right. But in this, it seems like he knows her. Right. Like, it, it's it's a different a different perspective, I guess. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. Where, where he's looking at her and it's, it is you. It, you were the one. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, I don't know. Maybe she's Anakin, Anakin reincarnate. <laughs> I know what I think, but... Let's hear it. I told you. Oh, you told me? Leia. Leia's oh, daughter. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's at the end, yeah. and we'll get there. Yes. <laughs> so, Ray fights with Ren and mm-hmm. wins. Yes. And I want to know what you had to say about that, because you told me earlier... Yes. So I was really, really excited about this. So I like to, and I know this is going to make me sound almost juvenile, but I promise you guys I can read by myself. Uh, but um, with the book, um, I like to read it with the audiobook. Um, I have Audible where you get the credits and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I had them there. I was going to go ahead and do it. And so it, it kind of adds more to it. And then you also get to see the point of view of the narrator, um, how he interp- he or she interprets it. Um, how they interpret the scenes overall. So in that scene, it was really interesting because you have Ray besting Kylo. 
Um, she cuts him, it says, from his face down to his chest. I mean, yeah. like, she leaves a serious mark on him. Um, and she's standing over him. Like, in the movie, we don't get this, but she's standing over him with just a second. And then the narrator, um, who obviously has been narrating every single character, in his Snoke performance, um, says, kill her. And it's in Snoke's voice that he's been doing this entire time. Uh, and so in her mind, I, I, now it doesn't say this in the book. No. But if, if this is any kind of insight of any kind. I read it that way. Yeah. When, it, when I read it, yeah. I read it in mm -hmm. Snoke's voice. Did you? See? Yes. So, so and, that's, and I'm wondering if it was a mistake or if this was intentional. But in, in Snoke's voice, it says, kill her. Or, or kill him. And kill uh, him. then it goes through the rest of it, the about how she was angry and how... She could end it now, all this other kind of stuff and everything. Um, but I thought that was intriguing because if, if that is, in fact, intentional, then that lends to, and we know that he's not a Sith, but that lends to that Sith training where you have the rule of two. And if he were to submit whatever was going on with her, because she was fighting solely out of anger that entire time, anger and passion. Anger um, and rage. Right. I mean, she was looking to kill. That's yeah. exactly what was happening. And she stopped only because there was something in her that stopped her. Um, there, there was that part of her that did not want to kill him. Um, but she was close. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it was almost as if Snoke knew what was happening and was trying to get in her head of, go ahead, do it. Cement, go ahead and cement this, kill him, and then you can be by my side. I mean, right. it felt like a Empire, or, or uh, not an Empire, a uh, Return of the Jedi kind of thing. Like, kill him and we can rule the galaxy together kind of thing. Right. And so I thought that was really interesting because when that happened, I got chills. I had to pause it. I was like, hold on. <laughs> I was like, that's really cool. So, yeah. Um, I thought, um, I, cause I also read it in Snoke's voice and I thought that mm -hmm. maybe, um, he had some sort of an artifact that allowed him to see and mm -hmm. speak. That's a possibility. I Definitely. Yeah. Because we don't know I, where he is unless you right. do and I don't. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> I've been trying to avoid Last Jedi spoilers as much as I can. So. <laughs> All righty. So um, they make it out and mm -hmm. um, Chewie says for you to be the pilot. Yeah, that was like completely sweet. I love that. Because she, she assumed that she was going to be co-pilot. Well, she yeah pilot seat and he was like what are you doing <laughs> exactly he was like no and then he just kind of motions over to the pilot seat and everything and it, it's cool because like she she has a friend in the world now like i mean she's got finn but at the same time she doesn't know what condition finn's in but even her and chewie share this moment they were both there when han died mm -hmm. and for her, that was a father figure, the closest that she's ever had. And for Chewie, that was his best friend. And to share that kind of moment, um, I mean, that's it's huge. And so it, Chewie was acknowledging that. And I, I thought that was really cool that he just, I, I'm telling you, Chewie loves deeper than everybody. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, he, it was cool seeing him acknowledge that and just kind of like, we're in this together. And this, this is what's happening. <laughs> so yeah alright they make it back to Dakar is that the name yes Dakar alright um, and the hug between Leia and Ray. you want to talk about it 
I, they keep opening and closing doors. Um, <laughs> All good. <laughs> so, you know, they didn't care about who saw them or what they just embraced. And they didn't mm -hmm. even really know each other. And then, or do they? Or do they? Just a little bit. Um, <laughs> and they're all worried about um, what happened, but, you know, they mm -hmm. form a bond over this. And, um, yeah. Definitely. Um, the hug between Leia and Ray. Like, I mean, I know, I know you have a theory on race parentage pertaining to that, but at the same time, like, I don't know, like, I wonder if <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, I wonder if it was something in the force that drew them together. It might um, be because I mean, we had earlier in the chapters where it talked about uh, when the Hosnian system fell. Uh, Leia felt that in the Force. It even goes through, and, and I thought it was weird that they said a woman felt it in the Force da, 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 when Han died. It was yeah. like, why couldn't you just say that? I don't know. It was weird. Um, but, I mean, obviously it stands to reason that that's, uh, that's Leia. And so she felt that in the Force and everything. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> we, we, we do have people in our homes. Yeah. So... This is not a recording studio, so... <laughs> there you go. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you got it live here, guys. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, I mean, like, it, it just kind of makes me wonder if it could have been that they shared something in the Force. Because Ray has had that awaken in her. Uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, obviously Leia has been feeling things like that this entire time. So, I don't know. I can't, it kind of made me wonder if maybe that was because they were kind of, not united in the Force, but maybe kindred spirits kind of thing. They felt the same thing. Right. That could that could be um, something. I didn't think of it that way. I... Um... I don't know. Because she didn't embrace anybody else. Right. So, yeah. So, it could either be that, um, or it could be your... <laughs> it could be uh, your theory. Did you Did you want to okay. briefly summarize that? Um, I think that Ray is Leia's daughter. Not Han's, but Leia's. That is my theory. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta give you every chance to put that out. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I put you on the spot all the time for no, that. No, yeah. just you know so. when it doesn't come true because it's not going to be come true. It's just how I <laughs> wish that it would go. But, hey, you um, don't know. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, yeah. And then R two D two comes up with the rest of the map. Right. So, so he's been chilling out the whole time, going, "Oh, by the way, I got this, guys." Yeah, <laughs> we've he's got been part of the map. The whole we time. Got... Yeah. <laughs> he, he's just been the wallflower, chilling back, waiting everybody to yeah. waiting for everybody to sweat it out. And oh, he, he, I got the answers. Had them since the beginning. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, well, except for that one piece. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, we knew BB-8 at least had the other piece. So right. Well, he didn't. He didn't know that the Empire, that was information that the Empire had. 
True. I, I didn't think somebody... it was cool that he had got that from the Imperial schematics. Right. Where he was like, oh, yeah, where we infiltrated that for four. So maybe he got that on the Death Star. Yeah. So, well. And he just no, didn't yeah, realize the... that that was what they needed. Right. So he didn't realize he was the key. And then when he woke up, was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, got I got it. I got it. Pick me. <laughs> me, me, me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so yeah um, and yeah. then um, Ray is getting ready to go to the Jedi temple and mm-hmm. Leia is doting on her and she doesn't even realize why because supposedly you know there's no nothing there but she just felt it felt right mm-hmm. definitely yeah no, I, I thought that was cool I mean, and it almost made me feel like what she would have done to Han though Right. Um, where it was, it was almost kind of a second nature, which which made it kind of sad for me. So, because when she was like adjusting her her pouches and stuff like that, and adjusting her jacket and everything, I was like, I bet she's done that to Han. Um, anytime he leaves, and this is their there's the ritual. See basically. her doting on so, Han like that, really? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I kind of saw it that way. Maybe. Um, I mean, I know she kind of like is like he's the idiot and all that kind of stuff. I know that's how she normally kind of does it but i mean at the same time i don't know i mean you gotta imagine they've had a moment or two so oh they probably had a few <laughs> but yeah so so and that's it and then it goes to the jedi temple yes Oct two now they don't actually call it that in the book um but uh we're on the search for luke skywalker yes and and porgs are like kind of mentioned the creatures <laughs> really. that scattered yeah, the creatures that scattered. Maybe that was Porgs. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We will see. Bom, Definitely. Bom, bom, bom. And that it concludes The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. <laughs> I thought it was an excellent book. Oh, absolutely. I'd agree with you. Um, I'll definitely be reading the novelizations from now on. Yes. <laughs> we'll have to go through all the one- other ones that are out as well, the prequel and the original trilogy. Yes. Um I would love to see those or to, to read those and everything. I think it'd be really, really insightful um, because now I want to go watch the force awakens. I have and, to go watch it again. Cause to be quite yeah. honest, I don't remember the movie. I have the memory <laughs> of a goldfish. So <laughs> I, it has to be very new and recent in order for me to remember anything really. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I'm going to have to go watch it again. Oh, definitely. I wonder how much it'll change for me, too. Dang. I know. I have to. <laughs> Don't twist my arm or anything. <laughs> I just wonder how much it'll change for me watching it, knowing what we know now. Um, well, it'll change as- everything, yeah. probably. <laughs> Not everything, but you'll yeah. you'll see less emo and more, you know, true um, oh, yeah. pain mm-hmm. in Ren and... Um, more yeah, Kylo is definitely Ray. a different character. Yeah, and yeah, they're all they have these personalities that we didn't really get to see enough of, mm-hmm. but now we do. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. No, I'm really excited about rewatching it <laughs> for sure. Um, so yeah, so cool. Um, did you have anything else? Did you want to talk about on the book? I, I think don't. we covered it all. I think we covered it. Sweet. So do you want to let them know what our next? 
book club book is? Um, our next book club is going to be the Vader. Yes. Um, comics. The first four Vader comics. <laughs> um, we are going to do those next week. And then uh-huh. we are going to do... Where is it? Right here. <laughs> A New Dawn is our next book. Yes. Yay! Woo. We in preparation get, for Rebels. <laughs> yeah, we want to do it in preparation for Rebels. And um, we'll come up with a schedule and everything mm-hmm. shortly. And you'll have to join our group. so that Absolutely. Talk to Definitely. Us. And if you have any suggestions or anything, let us know. Absolutely, yeah. We want to hear from you guys. Um, these, these, these shows are fun for us to do, but they're even more fun when you guys join in. Because um, it's cool getting to see all of your different perspectives and the different things that you liked about the book that maybe we didn't or we missed. Right. Um, and so uh, we definitely want to uh, hear from you guys <laughs> and Heather's children. I'll just tease it. But we definitely want to hear from you guys. Um, any ideas you have for shows? Um, I, you guys have like blown up with all the um, the theory questions and everything that I, that we've been posting with uh, Can Ben Solo Be Redeemed, um, which we actually have a cool episode coming up um, this yeah. Friday. With um, Alex. Yes, with Alex from at SoCal Customs on Instagram. Uh, or I'm sorry, not Customs, Costumes. Costumes. At SoCal Costumes. I apologize. Um, and so we actually asked her, Can Ben Solo Be Redeemed? And so we got some cool insight um, read a couple fan comments and everything. Um, I've been having a blast reading all of your comments about uh, the Han Solo film, um, the Ben Solo, all of that. And so we're definitely going to be posting more of those. Um, yes. It's been a and lot of fun talking with you. She's a huge fan of Ray and Kylo Ren. So yes. she is very great to talk about. Absolutely. Kind of stuff with. A, a shameless Raylo supporter. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, Until so cool. She heard my theory. And then... Well, yeah, you kind of dashed your dreams there, Heather. Jeez, she'll be fine. I think she'll be fine. <laughs> you think she'll bounce back? Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So cool. So so yeah, guys. So definitely join our group uh, on Facebook, Kessel Run Weekly Smugglers. Um, you can find us on all social media at Kessel Run Weekly. Um, KesselRunWeekly.com for our articles and stuff because I promised that I would start writing articles and I did. Yay. I'm trying There's so hard to find time <laughs> to write more like theories and fanfic and stuff and I'm not finding the time but I will. Oh yes, definitely. Oh, it'll come. It'll definitely come. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, we've got a few articles out on KesselRunWeekly.com about Horse Friday and the new vehicles uh, for the first order that were released so definitely go check those out uh, KesselRunWeekly.com and until next time guys my name is Danny I'm Heather and may the force be with you